Thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. This teaching is from our MVF Church Gateway Campus, which is based out of Uri, Wyoming. Here at MVF Church, our goal is to raise up and multiply world-changing disciples. We're glad you're here, so let's get into the teaching of God's Word. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name, like I said before, Carl Schnackberg. I'm the pastor here at Gateway Church, and uh, we're, we're really excited to have you here today. And uh, we are on a journey together. We are journeying through this life, this season, and we're learning about Jesus' life uh, through Luke and the other gospel accounts. Um, and so as we go through this study, the, really the point is to find and experience freedom, um, and freedom in Jesus with a relationship with him, uh, an experience of knowing and following him. So, you know, like we desire that as we go through this walk together, that it is, that we're walking together and that we can have uh, an opportunity to share and um, work with each other, but also reach out to those who might not know and encourage those people who may not know uh, Jesus as well. Uh, and so this life, we, we need encouragement. It's a, it's a hard one to go through sometimes. And so I just, uh, I hope that as we go through this, that um, we can all see the life that we have in Jesus um, and that God is a relatable, uh, eternal God who never changes and he's accessible. He is something that we can actually uh, talk to. He loves us and, and he wants to have that relationship with us. So let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Uh, thank you that you continue to watch over us. Um, thank you for the the beautiful weather that we had the last couple of days and uh, for the relatively uh, safe events for all those people who were doing sporting events uh, last week and this week. Um, thank you so much for those people who are our first responders. Thank you that you continue to give them the energy needed to go and serve the community and I just pray that you'd be with them. And I pray for parents, especially today, uh, as this is it's a hard transition. The end of a school year, whether it's more time with your kids, which is exciting, or, or the possibility of less time with your kids because they're moving on to a different chapter. I just ask, Lord, that you'd be with them. I pray that uh, you give us all patience and understanding and, and quality time with our family, uh, that we can continue to pour into one another. Um, and I just thank you for those relationships. So uh, we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so... Before I start, you know, I was talking to a friend about today specifically, and I was like, you know, I might pick on seniors a little bit. And unfortunately, they were like, man, that's just so cold. Why would you pick on somebody? Just because they're a little older and wiser than you, why are you going to go and pick on them? And some of you are like, yeah, it's not seniors as in seniors. We're, we're talking about seniors. So that is something that, uh, today, I, I want to make sure that we understand, like, it's okay to have a little bit of a laugh, even if it's a really terrible joke about seniors. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, I was listening to Duck Dynasty guys, and they were like, yeah, we went to Senior Sunday, and they all looked my age, and it was, they, you know, it seemed like we were all seniors. Anyway, so, um, but really today, we are going to be looking at following and, um, and what it looks like uh, for us to follow. So a lot of us uh, have an understanding of following, okay? Um, you know, for, for many of us, the, the following might be something like on social media. Uh, some, some of you 
like myself. I, I follow a few things on social media. There's one of my favorites is this guy named Logan Lyle. I think that's how you say it, Logan Lyle, something like that. And he just goes through and he sits on a boat or on a dock and he's sipping and he's just saying dad jokes with this other guy. Not always appropriate jokes, but usually pretty funny dad jokes that have some sort of punny punchline. And you know, it kind of got me thinking, you know, like, does following something impact your life? Right? So like for the seniors, for the for the middle schoolers, for all of us, we all follow something. Does that impact our life? Well, on social media it does, right? For those people who don't know, social media it uses the things that you spend more time looking at and the things that you like and the things that you follow to kind of give you more of the same. So by liking something, by following something, we find that our, our attention is driven into this whatever we like. And so they continue to throw it at you because they want more of your time, right? So they continue to give you like dad jokes for me or soccer, um, I, a lot of European soccer, uh, watching the highlights for that. So I see many things like that and it it does I think Drive us into you know, like the consequence or like what comes next is that we just We're inundated with those things that we follow um, And so the question or you know, the 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 thought today is are you gonna follow where we're headed for today? because today we are going to look at the story that you saw with the little kids. I like the little kids, the AO, because it does. It makes it very relatable. It makes it very easy to go, oh, this is what we're going through. So um, let's, let's jump in uh, to um, Luke chapter 5. Last week, we looked at how Jesus came and he said, I came to heal the sick. I came to make sure to proclaim the good news. I came to make sure to... Um, change lives, to set the captives free. And Jesus steps into these men's lives, uh, so Simon's life, and he heals his mother-in-law. And they've had these different encounters, and almost as if Simon needed a little bit of a push, there was a moment, right? Uh, Jesus asked him for a little bit more help, okay? And so we're in chapter 5, Luke chapter 5, and we're going to start in verse 1. And we're going to work our way through uh, all of this, him calling his, his disciples. So if, if we look there to start with, uh, one day Jesus was standing at the lake of uh, Gennesaret and people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Uh, sometimes in cities you'll see this. There are people that go out and proclaim the word of God and people crowd around sometimes because they're like, no, you're wrong. I just want to yell at you. Sometimes they're like, hey, I just want to hear you. What are you talking about? So, but these people, they knew who Jesus, like he had done some amazing things. He had performed miracles. So they're like, this guy's legit. He's the one that we want to come and find out more about. So they're all crowding around. They're all getting close. And they get to a point where Jesus is like, you guys can't even hear me, right? Um, anybody ever heard of the history behind a soapbox? Okay, a soapbox was, you know, like... <laughs> 
Now, not just do you stand on a soapbox. I know a lot of you are like, yeah, I have lots of soapboxes in my life. So a soapbox back in like the 1920s, you know, people would gather. They didn't necessarily have Twitter or like, uh, Facebook to be like, pew, pew, here's my ideas. So they would go in and they would turn a bucket upside down, a soapbox, and they would stand up to share their ideas to, to make sure that everyone could hear. So like that's where our soapbox, standing on our soapbox kind of came from. Um, but like Jesus, he needed a soapbox. He needed a, a platform to teach from. So then we go and uh, we continue on. He says, he was at the water's edge and the people were crowding around. He saw two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. First of all, that's kind of presumptuous. You just jump onto another guy's boat. Really? I love that it said SS Simon, by the way. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so you go on and... He jumps onto this guy's boat. Yeah, he knows him. He's like, hey, hey, I, I need something. Can, can you just take me out a little ways? And so they pull away from the shore. He's on this boat, and he's able to talk to everyone and teach everyone. And I think sometimes in our life, sometimes that's all God is asking for. Sometimes it's a very small ask. Sometimes it's something that's like we have are ready, like ready at hand. Um, so for Simon, it happened to be a boat. Simon has this boat, and Jesus is like, I need, I need this right now. Can you, can you help me out? And he takes him out. He could have said, well, actually, I'm washing my nets right now. Sorry, can you find a different boat? He didn't. He said, hey, I see that you need a boat. Okay, so the small ask in your life could be something very similar. Maybe it's like, hey, I just need a ride, and that could be monumental for that person, right? It could be, I just need somebody to listen right now. My heart's broken, and I don't know who to turn to because everything is just wrecked. You have ears. <laughs> you can certainly sit and listen. So sometimes it is a small ask, but it can have great effects because Jesus, by going out on this boat, was able to teach about his love for all the people. So he was there proclaiming the good, his himself, but also the relationship with him as he was... Um, God incarnate. So we have, we have him there. This was a small ask and he taught all the people. And then verse four, I love this. He goes from this small ask and Peter, well, Simon is like, okay, yeah. And then he goes to the, the next one, the fishy moment. Um, so here it says, when he had finished speaking, to, um, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Whoo! Yeah. So this is a big, bigger ask. I mean, it doesn't seem like a bigger ask because all you're doing is just going out and throwing a net in. But this is a bigger ask. Why? Because this is what Peter does for a living. It would be like uh, going to a teacher right now, which like we still have a couple weeks of school or I don't know, is, is Lyman out? Because we still, okay. So no one's out of school, right? And going to a teacher and being like, all right, here's what I think we should do. I'm not, I'm not necessarily a teacher. I just think that, you know, it'd be a great idea to have the kids come in at five in the morning. No. As a teacher, I'd be like, hard pass. No, thanks. I don't want to be there at five in the morning. The kids definitely aren't awake. That's a terrible idea. Imagine Simon, he's a fisherman. He knows when to go catch fish. And he's like, ah. Listen, Master, we're like, we've been at this 
a long time. Uh, we've been doing this a, a lot of years, and it's kind of our business. We kind of know what we're doing, and it's just not, you know, everyone's going to laugh at me because I'm going fishing right now. This is not right. But he puts it down his pride. And he, instead of, instead of saying, no, that's a terrible idea. Instead of that, he says, but at your word, I will do it. So this is the moment in Peter's life where he, he is accepting that Jesus is master or lordship over his life. So he is, this moment, this is when he starts following. Yes, in a couple of verses, he literally leaves everything and follows. But this is the moment where he says, but because you say so, in verse um, five, I will let down my nets. So he, he throws it in and he trusts God, he trusts Jesus to do something that he doesn't know. He, he's not sure what the outcome will be. I mean, they could have pulled up another boat. I don't know. You know, there could have been a lot of things that were an outcome of this. And from that, he sees who Jesus is because they pull up so many fish that it's, it would be like you're proud in your environment. Whatever you do, you're pretty proud of it, right? So like if you're in school, usually you take some pride in what you can do. If you are a teacher, if you're a rancher, if you're law enforcement, whatever you might be doing, you take some pride in that. And, and then to find out that even though you know what you're doing, it's only so much compared to what God can do in your life. Peter literally was just crushed at this point. He picked up all these fish and he's like, oh, I was so proud. There is, I'm, I'm sure, in his inner thoughts, he was thinking, oh, there's a moment where I was going to say no. There was a, there's a big moment where I was going to tell you, Jesus, no, nope. <laughs> I'm not going to go put my nets down. Let's just go back to shore. But because you said it, I did it. You truly are Lord over all. And I, I truly want to follow you. He went on his knees and said, um, <laughs> uh, when he had done so, they caught so many, everyone came over. And then Peter uh, fell, fell on his knees and said, go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. And with that, it's kinda, it can be a scary thing um, it can be a scary thing to see the holiness of God, to come into interaction with something that is so much bigger than your own understanding, that has control over, um, that has control over your life, but also everything else. And so here, Peter, thinking that he knows his business about fishing, he risked being laughed at, being mocked. He risked living different to follow Jesus, to listen to what Jesus said. So he clicked on the follow button of Jesus at that point and found out how infinitely wise Jesus is, how, how in control of everything he is. So for us in our life, is it the same thing? And I, I yeah, good job. I don't know what's going on with the slides, but um, <laughs> so in our lives, do we, do we sometimes pull back like, are we ready to be mocked and ridiculed for living a different way? Because following Jesus does have consequences. 
It's not always easy. The, the payoff is huge. Eternal life. The payoff is huge. Life abundant. Love. True love. Feeling truly accepted for who you are because you were made on purpose. You're not an accident. You're not somebody that just needs to be like validated in some other way. God has put value into you because you are made in his image. And so Jesus, as, he, as you follow Jesus, there are things in your life that are going to stick out to other people. And are, are you willing to put down your nets and follow Jesus? Because that ends up being what these fishermen do. They literally left all of the things that they knew to, to follow, to learn from, to immerse themselves into this lifestyle with Jesus. Um, you know, I, I was talking with some of the men's group about this, but uh, my uncle had mentioned that, you know, the, the following of Jesus, but also immersing ourselves in the word is really awesome. But sometimes when we follow, we need to think of it more like marinate like a marinade on a steak penetrates into the steak. How many people love steak? It's okay. You can, you can be like, no one loves, wow. Okay. Some of you like, I love steak. Okay. And if you, sometimes steak just speaks for itself, salt and pepper is enough, but sometimes you want to marinate it. And that marinade penetrates deep into that meat to change the flavor of the, of the whole thing, right? We need to marinate our life in, in Jesus and let it permeate everything, even at the risk of, being laughed at or mocked. Now, um, last thing uh, with, the, uh, with Peter, you know, I, I feel like as he followed Jesus, he gave up a lot, but he took on even more. He said, no longer am I just going to look at you as somebody that helped heal my mom, my mother-in-law. No longer am I going to just look at you as somebody that is a good teacher, but I'm going to follow you in every aspect of my life. You are going to be my teacher. I'm going to learn from you. Because back then we would, instead of just going to a school, like that was their lifestyle. They, they learned from what they did in life. And that's the same for us today. We learn through everything that we do. And so, um, so he, he took on Jesus and he, he became a disciple. Uh, I love the quote from C.S. Lewis. It just says, you know, like, I believe in Christianity as I believe the sun has risen. Not only because I see it, because we can see the sun rise, but because by it, I see everything. And I think Christianity is the same way in our life as we move into new chapters, possibly graduates, um, for those people who are just, as we're walking along with Jesus, not only do we see what he does, but by it, we see everything. It changes how we view everything. Now, um, later on, a few verses later in verse 27, he ends up calling one more person. And um, he went out and he, he ended up uh, calling Matthew. So after Levi left everything and followed him, um, then he went and he calls uh, Matthew or Levi, sorry. Uh, and Matthew, Levi, we're not going to spend a lot of time here. But he was somebody that no one liked. He was the one that everyone would have probably not wanted on their team. If you're building your, your dream team, whether it's a basketball team, soccer, whatever it might be, this guy is not the guy that you want to pick. But Jesus was like, nah, he's going to be on the team. Why? Well, because 
most people don't value him as a person. Most people look at him and just feel anything but happiness. It's like bitterness, anger, and resentment. I, I'm going to call this person in. And, and he left everything he had to follow Jesus. But by leaving everything that he had, he also gained all life. He was able to journey along, follow, learn from Jesus, and, and he left a really good paying job. Like he would have had some really nice clothes. Some of you guys look really good today. He would have looked better. He would have had like the thousand dollar, I don't know, Yeezys? I don't know if even people wear those anymore. Uh, you know, he would have had the $250,000 watch. He would have been like really, really well put together because his job was collecting money, okay? So there's reason no one liked him. And he left all of that, all the riches, all the things that we sometimes look at and say, oh, that's success. He has the best of the best. His chariots, whoo, man, that car, it's just so shiny, so nice. He left all of that to follow a teacher. So my question as we, as we leave today is, what have you left to follow Jesus? What have you left behind, right? Because Jesus didn't come just to, you know, be a good teacher. He came because the sick need a doctor. He came to call those who are sinners to repentance. That's us. He wants us to walk with him. He wants us to leave some things behind. Now, he has gifted all of you with something. He's not saying, leave behind all the gifts that you have, I've been giving you. You know, like, I love soccer. Guess what? It's still part of my life. Now, rather not be an official because no one likes them. But um, that's okay. Like, you know, you, you have, I still get to do something with the things that I love because God's put those, those passions in my life. But am I using it in such a way that I can give glory to God? What did I leave behind to follow? For me, it was junior year when I broke my leg twice. God made it really clear, you're not going to play soccer the rest of your life. Then in college, when I was like, hey, I'll be an interpreter, because I, I like Spanish, and I, I would love to go be around soccer, and maybe a soccer player needs an interpreter. No, they don't. Everyone who knows Spanish pretty much knows English. So I, I, no one needed that. So I had to leave some of those things behind, but I took on something else that I think God has used and developed in me. And so by leaving some things, God fills you with others. He fills your boat with fish, but he fills your boat. So what have you left to follow Jesus? Now, um, you know, graduates, we're going to prepare to start a new chapter in your life. Um, and several of us uh, were... Several of us here are transitioning into something new, whether it's uh, a new job or maybe a new passion in the summer. Uh, and are we willing to listen to where Jesus is calling us? You know, uh, we find that uh, what God, when he calls us to leave something behind, he obviously, he fills us with something. So um, why follow Jesus? Why, why would we take time to, to have our life change? Are we willing to follow Jesus? And I, I'm going to spend just a second. Graduates, you have an awesome opportunity here. As you go, 
maybe, maybe you go to college, maybe you go to university, maybe you're going to armed forces, maybe you're taking a year break, whatever it might be, there's always going to be something that's saying, hey, follow me. Hey, I remember my first week at college, it was, it was like there was fraternities, there was clubs, there was like Christian organizations, there was sports, there was all sorts of things. They're like, hey, come, follow me, right? You get to choose. You get, you get to find what you want to follow. But there's always going to be good things and bad things that come from that. So like, just as you choose to follow certain things, think about, is this something that's going to fill you up? I can promise by leaving some things behind and following Jesus, it might be hard, but it's ultimately going to be more satisfying than anything else. So as you go, you might have to live a little bit different life, but it's going to fill you up so much more than anything you could ever do. And that's the same with all of us, right? Jesus can fill us more than anything else of this world. All right, we are going to congratulate our graduates and, and we're, we are going to bring our seniors up here. As some of you are like, wait, I, I didn't sign on for this. Um, I promise I won't make it too awkward. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay, so anyway, so we're going to take a moment because we want to know where you're going. Like, as you come up, uh, all I'm looking for is uh, who you are, where you're going, and, and we have something for you. And then we're going to pray for you because there is power in prayer, and we want to make sure that we pray over you before you head out. And then we get to have cake. And if you can't handle anything else, hopefully you can handle cake. Hopefully it's not your one and only weakness. Okay. Uh, so, Jen, can you come up and then graduates, those who are seniors who are graduating, can you guys come up and um, we will find out a little bit more about you. Here, we'll turn. Okay. And then James, I hate to call you out, but you, thank you. We don't need this one on camera, right? You don't want to be on camera for the rest of the world. You, you, okay, all right. Um, so Jen, Jen here has worked with a, a lot of us. I know a lot of you have poured into these kids, um, but like Jen is kind of like my point person. She she has been a fantastic person to go along and and help guide and work with. But I know so many of you have poured into these kids. So uh, that's why Jen is up here because she helps in so many different ways. So thank you, Jen. Um, and then also. Thank you, seniors, who are all super tall. Good night. <laughs> all right, so let's play a game. Who are you and where are you going? Um, I'm Bailey Gooding, and I'm moving to Stephenville, Texas to attend Carlson State University. Woo! -woo! Awesome. <laughs> are you super pumped about Are you? I, I have this. I don't need this. Okay. Are you super pumped about that? Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, do they have a mascot or anything? No, not really. <laughs> Okay, go Texas. All right, all right. Well, that's excellent. Okay. Uh, I'm Cole Buchanan. I'm going to the University of Wyoming. Excellent. Okay, so Cole, you're going to UW. It might be the best school out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> go Pokes. All right, so uh, what are you thinking about doing there? And I should ask you that too. Uh, sports medicine and health promotion. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, God's gifted you some very painful injuries, but now you know so much about your bodies that you like, you go help other people. So, um, yes, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you to go UW. Uh, 
Biases, what, what is it? Helping people that are hurt. Is that, is that it? Kinesiology kind of stuff? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And? Uh, I'm Pope Thomas. I'm going to Northwest College up in Powell. Yes! More old stomping grounds. All right. Round of applause. Nice. Okay. So I grew up up near there. And um, funny stories later, we'll, we'll talk. Anyway, uh, has to do with a cat and a bike. And it was really quiet. And my, it was my brother, not me. He might have ran it over. All right. So you're going up to Northwestern. Where are you going to do up there? I'm going to study through professional sciences. Whoa. What is that? It would be, like, be like similar to what Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> This is a big name. I was like, I don't even know what that is. Okay, well, excellent. Um, uh, yes, yeah, see? Yeah, see? There's, there, there, it's a thing. Where were you hoping to do it? Because I didn't even give you a chance to do that. So. Um, I'm going to study pre veterinary medicine. Oh, sweet. Excellent. I will come and talk to you at some point. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I don't know. This one might. We're just going to put it away. Okay. Um, so we, we do have a gift for you. Uh, now, this book is uh, by author Francis Chan. Um, it's just, it is encouraging. Um, there's some encouragement. I know some of, some of us are really into like reading books, so every book that you get, you read. This is one that, taking a moment to read it is, is worthwhile. Um, and so uh, Jen has um, gathered this for you, and then we, we might have some other things. But um, just like I was saying, when we follow Jesus, we, we behave differently. So we're going to trust that God guides you as you go to your different places. And we're going to trust that God will lead you in, in the choices that you make and, and the life that you're going to live. Um, and I know that a lot of people have poured into you. And so I'm going to say if you're family or if you just want to come up, this is something that uh, in the church, you know, we're called to pray for each other. And in all of Acts, anytime people were going out to go do something cool, like big words that I don't know how to say, um, you know, like anytime that was a thing, they gathered around them and they prayed for them. And it's not weird. It's like we're going to lay on our hands. So if you are family or if you are just family, you're all here. If you want to come up, we're going to pray for these kiddos. Um, and so come on up. Yeah, so I just keep saying the same thing. Come on up. Okay, all right. All right, so um, I'll lead us in, in prayer. But it, yeah, if, you, even if you're sitting, you're like, yep, shout out. You can do this. That's fine. You can just pray quietly at your seat. Um, but let's lift these kiddos up in prayer and, and have God send them where they're going. So Heavenly Father, man, we're so thankful for the life and events in these kids' lives that have led them to this point where they get to go and they get to continue to pursue what you've given them for passions. We're so amazed at how you intricately work in our lives to, to give us direction, even though sometimes it's hard to see it. Um, we ask God that uh, as they go to school, that you would keep, uh, keep their hearts guarded from the world, that you would continue to protect them, that you would give them uh, just an inexhaustible light that they can shine to all those around them, uh, the life that they have in you. And I pray that you just give them encouragement um, as, as college is, is new experiences and a lot of fun and lots of new learning, but it also, it's such a, it's a challenge. 
and any change is a challenge. And so I pray that you would be with them um, as they go and as they uh, take on these new ventures in their life. I pray for their parents as their parents are here, uh, hoping the best for them and praying for them, but it's also hard as a parent. So I just pray that you would be with the parents and give them um, the energy that they need, but also just the encouragement that you have all things in hand. That even when things might seem hard and dark and the roads are closed and you can't see your kid, that you have it in hand. And I just pray that you'd uh, be with them as well. And we're so thankful for these guys, these kids um, who are young adults going off. Um, and I pray that as they go, that you go with them, that they would follow you. And we thank you so much. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. All right. Thank you, guys. If you enjoyed this teaching, we would love to have you join us for a live gathering. If you need more information about us, including our gathering times or previous teachings, you can find all that at mvfchurch.com. And make sure you follow us on social media too. See you next time.